You're listening to the Trust the Process episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. We all have a process or processes, I should say, because on our journeys, there are going to be processes to make sure that we are fully equipped and ready for the next level. Because what good is it going to the next level if you aren't ready for it, if you aren't willing, if you don't have the tools that you need to exceed and excel in that next level? There's some things and some lessons that you can only grasp and attain in the process in certain seasons. So if you try to speed past your process and you miss out on those lessons that you need to obtain and receive, then you're just holding yourself out for the next level, especially the other people that you and your testimony and your life are connected to. In this episode, I open up about my freshman year of high school, how it was the worst slash best year of my high school experience, but the crazy process that God put me through that I really needed. This is the first time I ever talked about this. Um, It's definitely, I definitely see so much growth within myself. Um, And I'm really excited. I'm really excited for people to hear and just really speak me speaking my truth, my version of my story. Because for so long, people had this fixed perception of me that was so far from the truth. People could have swore up and down that they knew me, but didn't know a single thing about me and had this completely false identity placed on me and how God used that for my good. And I really needed that. So as much as it hurt sometimes in my process, and that's just one of the many processes throughout my lifetime so far, but how God used that for me for my greater good. So I'm excited for you guys to see and hear. Make sure that you don't rush your process, okay? Before we begin the show, make sure you don't rush your process. If it's on your journey, it's there for a reason. God is intentional and he don't waste energy. So if it's in your face, if you're going through right now, you need it. Dig deeper. Look at the deeper meaning behind. Why is this happening? Why is this on my journey? You may find the answer the next season or the next season after that. Sometimes it's not right when we need it and right when we want the answer, but best believe you're going to get your answer. Let's begin the show. What's popping, y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin' family? Welcome back to another episode of the amazing Babbling with Jazz podcast. I hope you guys are excited for this brand new week, man, because it is truly time. It's been time, but like it's truly time to be consistent and just truly be in alignment with God's perfect will for our lives. It's that time. And, you know, throughout this season, I'm dropping gems on how we can just truly boss up and level up in our lives and not just career, not just in finances, not just in family, but everything all together in every single category. I'm really excited um, for this episode. Um, As you guys can tell by the title, it's titled Trusting the Process because we all have a process. And um, my pastor, Mike Todd, he even says like, it's like a curse word, you know, to some people because nobody likes, nobody wants to go through the process. Everybody likes to skip the process or do some shortcuts or try to avoid the process in total. But the process is really the blessing. 
The process is there so you can really obtain the true best life that is promised for you. You know what I'm saying? In this episode, I'm gonna go back down memory lane just a tad bit, but just truly opening up about my personal process story and not even too... It's not even, there's no way I can, me personally can sum up my whole entire life's process, but I'll just highlight a few processes that stuck out um, to me on the journey of where I am currently today, that if I literally did not go through what I went through, I would not, and I repeat, I would not be the Jasmine Charlie that I am today. And God is very, very intentional. But before I even say very, very intentional, because people sometimes think that, okay, this bad situation is happening and this is God creating this bad situation. We got to be careful with that because our actions, since we have free will, we can, we ourselves can get ourselves in some mess. But so in that sense, God is intentional in letting it manifest. So because he is a just God. So, you know, anything that is outside of his will, it's going to come with consequences in any shape or form. So, but through that though, because of his love, he's going to save you throughout the mess. But sometimes we ourselves put ourselves in the mess. Then other times God uses, um, some situations and, stuff to produce perseverance and strengthen us. So it really just depends, but we shouldn't always just think, okay, this is, this is God doing this. God don't like me. Cause da, da, da. like, it's really not that it's sometimes we cause ourselves to get in our own mess. And that is actually leading into one of the processes that I can definitely name off the top of my head that definitely contributed to who I am, but I put myself in my own mess and I'm going to own up to that. I'm so excited to talk about this guys, because this has been, this is about my freshman year of high school. Um, freshman year of high school was the very worst slash best year of my life. I don't even want to say my life, but definitely, yeah, it could be my life as well, but definitely for sure out of my high school career. My freshman year is a crazy story. I told y'all season one, man, I have, I can make so many episodes on my freshman year, so many, but, um, this is my first time really speaking my truth about my freshman year or one of the, um, one of the, one of the things that went down my freshman year. Um, so I'm really excited because God, I know that I'm speaking the literal, my literal truth. And it's just so funny, man, because now I'm outside of high school, you know, people looking at, you you know, like people that you went to high school with so weird. It's like, I'm not in high school anymore, but you know, people you went to high school with just like, Mm, we're in the real world now. So it's like, mm, they, I don't know. Anyways, anyways, anyway, let me just jump into the, into the story about, um, the process. Um, so I went through a very, very hard process during my freshman year, but it was needed. Um, um, basically let's sum it up. Let's go back. Let's backtrack back a track to eighth grade. So in the summer of eighth grade, I was dating this dude and for the, for the protection of some people, um, I'm a just always know that on this podcast, I'm not going to necessarily, I'm not going to name drop if it's, if it's something basically I ain't going to name drop long story short, but sometimes on my podcast, you're going to hear me name drop and shout people out that I love. And I'm not saying I don't love these people that I'm, you know, making fake names for, but just know that I'm not using real names. Okay. Um, in this aspect. So who should I name? I'm gonna name him Greg. So in eighth grade, I was dating this dude named Greg or whatever. 
And this is like my first low key relationship, really. We didn't go to the same junior high. We went to different junior highs, but um, I attended. I could. I, I attended HF. So um, HF is like the two. Basically, we didn't go to the same junior high, but we're going to eventually go to the same high school. Mind you, this is the summer of eighth grade. Okay, first relationship, real like real relationship ever. You know, you went eighth grade. You oh, I'm finna go into high school. I have my boyfriend. You know, stuff like that or whatever. Um, and so everything was cool. Um, and then throughout the relationship, it was, it was a decent childish little relationship or whatever, but there was a point in the relationship where, and this is where I, this is where I say I created my mess. Um, and I'm owning it. Um, but it's taught me something and I hope that this can really speak volumes to, I hope this can really, you know, whoever is in the situation who's ever been in the situation who might be and I know I got some high schoolers who listen to this podcast so definitely take note but um during this time you know we were dating obviously we're like a month or two in and you know at the time I'm like you know what I love my man thinking it's love I mean probably childish love but you know I love my man you know and we don't you know back back then I didn't drive he didn't drive we're in eighth grade um about to be freshman basically technically um so I was like you know what we don't see each other often I'm gonna just send him some pictures okay you know send some pictures like you know you my boyfriend you know this is you know I'm your girl so I want to please you so I'm going to send some pictures. Some were selfies. Some were a little thirst traps. Let's get into it. It was thirst traps. Okay. I was thirst trapping for my man. And I'm not trying to don't, you know, this is me living my truth. I was in, I was a freshman, but look, Hey, I know I ain't the only one that, you know, try to send people some thirst traps here and there. Okay. I ain't trying to hear. It. And this was to my boyfriend. Take mental note of all of this because the story gets crazy. So sending some thirst traps. Then I, I, um, there was a point where, um, there was a point where I sent him more than just thirst traps. Okay. It wasn't nothing like definitely provocative, but it definitely was pictures of my breasts. Okay. In the time I've never, never had anything close to sexual intercourse at all. It was just more so I know we don't see each other like that. I really love you. And I just want, you know, you're my man, you're my boyfriend and boom, you know, this is, this is what you got. You know, I wasn't looking like, Hey, I want to have sex or anything like that, but it was just more so I'm just trying to please my man, you know, you know, just send my, make my man a little happy. He didn't necessarily ask for them either. So that's another thing on me, but I did send him some pics. Okay. So we get into freshman year. I think we break up like a week before freshman year starts. Um, definitely kind of heartbroken, um, at that time, <laughs> but, um, so me and Greg break up or whatever and you know, everything's fine and dandy still until I hear that somebody <laughs> I think like I heard somebody like say like I think I saw your new pictures Jasmine and then that to me just made my heart drop because number one oh mind y'all he never sent me nothing which is kind of not not necessarily a red flag but just kind of like uh. but um not that I was asking for anything but you, you get the gist it's just like uh, taking mental notes but basically somebody come up to me or whatever and is like Jasmine I heard well yeah I heard or seen your you know your naked pics that you sent to Greg and I'm like huh like how did they get out type thing and it went from that I'm not even gonna go into detail detail but I think 
okay, well, I hear or heard that somebody, he was out or whatever. He had the picture still saved in his phone. Somebody was looking at his phone, saw the pictures. I don't know if that person texted the pictures to themselves, then boom, 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 boom. But all I know is, mind you, this is my freshman year. Mind you, I've never had sex. I've never done anything out the ordinary. I'm still just a, a good, I'm, I'm, I was a good girl. Still a good girl. I was a good girl who at that time sent some nude pics to my boyfriend. At this time, now everybody and a mama is finding out about these pictures. It's surfacing around. People are looking at me. Then the rumors start. Oh, I heard Jasmine was sleeping around with X, Y, and Z. I heard Jasmine got a train ran on her. It was just like so many people, the whole school. Mind you, I went to school like 3,000 kids. So, uh, freshmen all the way to seniors. So people from every single grade, every single grade, not just the freshmen, not just the sophomores. I even had seniors, juniors who seen these things. And then to make it even worse, I don't know if y'all remember, well, my Chicago listeners, you remember back in the day on Instagram, it'd be like the Chicago thought pages or um, I think it had thought pages for all, um, all different cities or whatever, but it was an Instagram page for Chicago thoughts. Okay. Quote unquote, Chicago hoes, Chicago whores, whatever. And my picture was posted on there. So it went from me sending this to somebody that I trusted that I was in a relationship with to now being exposed on, oh, and there was exposed pages too. Let's talk about it. To now being put on a whole Instagram page where a couple thousand people didn't see this. You know what I'm saying? And even got back to like one of my freaking cousins. Like it, it got out. Um, and that whole experience was very, very traumatizing. I don't even think I've ever talked about it. But when I look back at the strength of myself, because I think when I first found out that it was like got on Instagram, I think I cried a little bit. And they're like, Jasmine, you know, people come up to me, Jasmine, somebody just exposed you on their Instagram page, but beyond the Chicago Thoughts page, you know? So I'm like, yo, bro, yo, yo, man, like it hurt. But from my recollection, I don't remember wasting too much time being sad about it, you know? And I had to learn how to Walking down the halls, going to class was hard. I got looks from all over, whispered, people whispering to their friends, mm-hmm, that's her, mm-hmm, that's the thought, mm-hmm, that's the girl that sent them new pictures, uh-huh, that's the hoe. I got guys back in them kick days trying to get on that with me because they think I'm a hoe. So they're thinking they finna get some, trying to sweet talk me, oh, let's hang, let's chill out. This is not that, okay? I remember it got so bad to the point, guys. First of all, I was losing so many friends, for whatever reason, I was just falling out with so many people. Um, but honestly, you're not my friend if you really believe this fake ass rumor about me. And I said this in one of the episodes last season. You're not really my friend if you were to believe some stupid childish rumor like this that I, if you really knew me, you know, you would know that I would not put my, like, I would not put myself out there like that, you know? Um, but it got to the point, guys, where. <laughs> Man, growth. It got to the point, guys, where I was literally eating lunch in the bathroom, in the bathroom stall. I did not want to go to the lunchroom. It was too, because that's when you, with all different types of girl, I could not. I would eat lunch, and I don't think anybody knew this, but I would eat lunch in the bathroom stall. I would not come to lunch at all. I wouldn't even buy food. I would literally go straight to the bathroom and just stay there, stay on my phone or something, but 
I was a nervous wreck. I, I, I felt like everybody had this perception of me that was so far from the truth. It wasn't who I was. Then, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in I think two episodes from now, you guys are going to hear um, this episode called The Power of Friendships. No, actually, yeah, yeah no, no. The Power of Friendships should already be uploaded by now. So if you guys listen to that episode where I'm sitting down with my best friend, Jay, um, when it talks about friendships, freshman year really showed me who's real and who ain't. You feel me? It was another particular time I was cool. This is still freshman year. This is when everything was going down. Um, but, you know, one of these girls that I claimed I was cool with, that claimed we're best friends, long story short, um, she basically, I had OT that night. OT means open tip. I guess that's the Chicago lingo. I guess people from all over don't know what that means. OT, open tip means you got the crib to yourself, okay? It, I had OT or whatever. And, you know, Lauren was sleeping over. She just, oh, oops. Um, oh, well. Oh, well, I name dropped. I don't care. I'm living my truth. So it got, it slipped out, but that is her name. <laughs> but anyway, she was sleeping over, y'all. And, you know, she decided, let's invite some of these seniors. Let's invite some of these guys over my, your house. You know, you ain't got no, you, you got OT or whatever. That was never in my initial, re- like, I was never planning on inviting nobody. I already had this view on me that I was some whore. Now you invite in older upperclassmen to the crib. I ain't got nobody home. It just looks bad. It just looks super duper bad. Okay. I didn't do anything though that night. I'm not going to get into detail what happened that night, but all I know is the next day, I guess word got out that she was doing something that night. I don't know. I, I cannot, I couldn't even tell you, but she decides in front of everybody, mind you, I'm for, we're, we're getting ready to go to class. Okay. Our classes were right next to each other, but they weren't the same. Both of our teachers weren't there yet. So it's like the whole classroom, both two classrooms are waiting for the door to get unlocked for our teachers to come in. Okay. So we all just standing outside talking. She see me and she's like, I don't know why you spreading rumors about me, what I did this weekend when whole time you were the one getting a train ran on you in front of everyone. Now I, at this point was so hurt. I was so confused. I'm like, huh? A train? God forbid, you know, and everybody's looking around like, oh, oh my God, you know, like everybody, oh my God, Jasmine really going, 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 Jasmine's really a whore, you know, and I was so shook at that moment. And I remember y'all, I pulled down my phone, I'm like, girl, what is you talking about? I was going to show her my receipts. I was showing her my phone. This girl had the nerve to pick up my throat phone and throw it across the hall, trying to literally hold me. And everybody like, ooh, dang. And at that moment, I really wanted to fight her. I was really about to swing. But at that same exact moment, my teacher came in and he was like, uh, 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 breaking it up. I don't know if that was God saving her <laughs> from me or if that was God saving me from just further destruction. But I'm saying all this to say that my freshman year was literally the one of the, it was hard being a freshman in a whole different environment and just having so many people so many people thinking of you of this way that that is completely false if I didn't even speak a word with you they already had this assumption oh she's a slut she's a hoe you know and that's not who I am absolutely not who I am it felt like people were placing their own opinions of me before even getting to know me and being a freshman let's talk about it your freshman year that's a lot 
that's a lot. This didn't happen my senior year, my sophomore. This is my first year, my first semester of high school. I went and went like this. So, and I remember I would cry and this is where the beauty comes in because it, it comes with the process. This was all a part of my process. It was. I remember always asking God, God, why are you doing this? God, why are you letting this happen? God, you know me. God, you know me. Why, why are you letting this happen? Why, why do people think of me like this? Why don't people take the time to get to know me? God, why can't I even eat in the freaking cafeteria? Why, why is this happening? Why, 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 why? It was so many times of cries and just asking God, why? I never felt so alone um, my whole um, uh, year, like my whole college, uh, not college, my whole high school. I never felt so alone in my life, you know, and even if I, I, I there was people I was still cool with, but I still felt like in the back of their head, they either had that image of me or they had this assumption of me like, mm, yeah, Jasmine's cool, but you get around, you're a hoe, which is far from the truth. Mind you, mustn't let, let me say this. I was a virgin throughout this whole thing. Nobody. And I can honestly say, and this is speaking for all my HF listeners, because y'all, so family, I got people from all over listening to this podcast. And I know I got some people from high school, some people who tell me that they listen to it and I love you. And some people who are listening on the low who don't want to say it. It's okay. I know. I know. I just want to say that I never slept with not a single body in HF. And that's merged. Can't nobody say that they were inside me, Jasmine Ifoma Charlie, who attended HF, home of Flossmore High School. Let that be known. I'm not a hoe. I've not slept with a single soul, a single soul from all great levels. Check me. Moving on. Um, so I was really just crying, God, why, 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 why? And I remember, and it's not until, and this is the beauty of things. Sometimes God is going to give you an answer. It's not going to make sense until you make it out of that season. Maybe sometimes different seasons of our lives is when we're finally going to understand what God is doing. You may not understand this season. You may not understand next season, but I guarantee you there is going to be a season when you recognize and understand, oh, that's what God was trying to do. That was God's reasoning. This was what God was working out. I promise you. So during that season, when I'm going through all of this, God said, you're going to need this and I'm doing it for your good. I'm doing it for your good. I'm doing it for your good. And I'm like, what do you mean in that time? And I'm in, I'm like, what do you mean you're doing it for my good? I can't even, I, I can't even, I, I walk down the hallways with shame. I walk down the hallways feeling so uncomfortable. I can't even eat. I think I lost like a, a couple pounds low-key my freshman year because I was not eating lunch. I was not. Um, I'm like, so what do you mean you're doing this for my good? What do you mean you're doing this for my good? I didn't understand it. Until literally, I think last year, I got the epiphany. And and, and this is this is what the gist what God was teaching me. And I got this epiphany in Revelation last year um, that I needed that, especially with where I'm going um, in my life. And same with whoever is listening to this. God is taking you places. Best believe that. God did not create you to live a basic average life. I promise you he did not. The more that you become obedient, the more that you become his servant and be a faithful servant, you're going to see elevation like no other. So God had to teach me in that scenario and situation one one of the things was you have to be able to know who you are. If every single body 
has this false, this false identity of who you are. You have to know who you are and who I, I how I view you. And see, that's the thing. And, I, and the whole time people were like, oh, you're a, like, I knew that people were calling me a hoe, but I'm like, I'm not a hoe. I know I'm not a hoe. So even in that aspect, it's like, it, it was me reminding myself that though somebody may view me how they view me, I know the truth. I know the truth and I know who I am. So however it is that you're perceiving me, if everybody is against you, I learned, and that was my freshman year, guys, I'm like 13, 14 years old. But in that aspect, God taught me early, man. God taught me early that you got to learn how to stand tough and stand strong despite the odds, despite what people talking about you, because people going to talk. People are going to talk. So God was really preparing me for what, what I'm going to later on experience throughout my life. I mean, people talked about Jesus, and that's one thing God was telling me. God was like, you, you mean to tell me you expect to go through life willy-nilly, everybody liking you, when people was talking down, doing Jesus dirty? And Jesus was God himself, the human manifestation of God himself. So you mean to tell me Jesus went through it, but you can't go through it. How so? How so? So, you know, that when it, when it hit me last year, I'm like, okay, God, I, it, it gave me some type of closure. And I'm actually surprised how I'm talking about this because I really thought that I was going to cry like when I'm talking about it, when I'm getting it. But that's how you know when you truly have just healed from that area but it feels so free to just speak it out but God was really teaching me through that process that it's gonna be okay but people are gonna talk and you need to learn this now it's better now than later and truthfully if I if this did happen later I don't know what I would do God had to teach me young and then it's like my and I stood out completely completely and as I always say I've always stood out my whole entire life you know, and I've always wanted to fit in. Oh, I'm hitting a point now. I always wanted to fit in, you guys. I always wanted to fit in and fit in and fit in. And especially in freshman year before like the pictures got out, wanted to fit in, you know, high school. And that what that that whole situation literally caused me. It forced me to stand out, not even by my own doing. <laughs> you know, I was forced to stick out. I mean, stand out. And I'm learning that I'm just not created to stick in, I mean, fit in. I mean, some people are, you know, but me, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I cannot stand out. I mean, I, I have to stand out. It's who I am. It's a part of what God has. It's a part of God's will for my life. I have to stand out and I had to learn how to stand out, but still not lose sight in who I am, stand out and not believe the lies and the rumors that people are telling you, um, saying about you, no matter how much death, how much negativity people are putting on your name to know who you are. I mean, and I'm, I'm looking back at the younger version of myself and I'm just so proud of her. Seriously. Not once did I fold, not once did I break, you know, I just, I just, I just held it together. And I really just thank God for that. But it was with him that I made it through that uh, time, but it was definitely traumatizing, but it was definitely a process that I can't skip. And this is another thing when you have to trust the process. And this is what God was telling me throughout the whole time. I know what I'm doing. I got you. You need this. I'm doing this for your good. I got you. I got you. And I never understood that. I never understood that. It took me five, six years to finally understand what God was doing and what God meant. Five, six years. That's strong. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, five, six years. So, you know, if I did not go through that process, 
I would not be this confident young woman you guys see here today. Um, and it's, it's showing that there are things that we're going through. And especially, obviously, when I was going through it, did I enjoy it? Hell no. I, I did not enjoy it a single bit, but I needed it. <sighs> so it's, it's like sometimes God is going to put us through the things that we don't like. Um, and we're going to experience, I think it's better to say, we're going to experience some things that we don't like, but it's for our good. We need it. It's a part of the process. You know, your process is so important and it's so beautiful. And that's just one of my processes that I bared fruit. The, the lessons that I learned in that process helped me and became actually my strength in another season. And, the, and, and that is the reason behind all of this. Your process is so important. If God just took you to where he wants to take you automatically without the process, first of all, your process humbles you. Your process humbles you. And I think even for me, I get to connect with people on a different level because I know how it feels to be that person who everybody thinks is so completely far from the truth of who you really are. I know how it feels to stand out and feel like you can't fit in. I know I know how it feels to be depressed. I know how it feels to look at yourself differently and question yourself and question your life. Been there, done that. And I'm on the other side of it. And if I can get on the other side of it, you can too. I think the beautiful thing about um, healing is that sometimes you, you, you're you so healed to the point where some people don't even see or know or know or believe that she went through a season of just complete hurt, complete pain, you know, and that's in and, and that that to me is the beauty of healing. You want to heal so good to the point where if somebody is to tell you a story about themselves or what they've really been through. You'd be like, you, huh? But for me to be so, so far on the other side, but to remember where I was shows just the strength and the power of perseverance, God himself, and just loving who I am, regardless if everybody else turned their back on me. And I'm at the point now, I don't, I've been there. I've literally, I, and I, I know how it feels to literally have no one, no one, not a, nada I know what it feels like and that's why I'm saying I have to be faithful to God and I'm always going to choose God before any and everybody because God it was only God that was there for me in that season everybody else was gone you know and um it was just me so it's like I know how God views me I know who I am. I can't, I can't leave God because he was there when I have nobody in my low down out seasons. You feel me? Um, and it, it was, it was, a, it was a different, beautiful experience nonetheless, because this process is really what has shaped me. Um, but I'm here to say like you, we all have them, whatever you're going through right now, it may be ugly right now. I ain't gonna lie. Cause sometimes it does get ugly, but just push through, push through, take it a day at a time and just know that it's all for your good. It's all for your good. And it's, it's, it's a part of the beautiful story. Never once in my life would I have ever thought that I'd be able to confidently without any hurt or pain, talk about this (laughs) to hundreds of thousands of people. How? How was that even possible? I don't know, but I, I'm here. But during back then, five, six years ago, would I have ever thought that? Of course not. So you don't know what you're being put through right now. You don't know what freedom or what opportunity 
that God is going to use the same exact situation that you're in right now. And sometimes it's not even for you. Sometimes you go for, you go through things, but not even for yourself, but for the other, the, for the next person. Cause we all are family. We all are one body. Sometimes the things we go through are for the testimonies of the next person. And that's what it truly means to sacrifice your life to God. Because sometimes God's going to use you. And it's nothing personal, but God's like, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to experience this thing real quick because in five years, I'm going to need you to tell the, your story and tell your testimony to someone who's on the verge of quitting right now. So I got to, you're my servant. I think that is the thing that we have to learn and understand as people who want to be servants of God, because you can know God and not be a servant. You know what I'm saying? I can know Beyonce, but not work for her. I can know the president, um, Barack Obama, because Trump is not my president, <laughs> but I can know the president and um, not work for him. It's a difference between working for someone and serving and then knowing of them. So if you want to be a servant of God, you have to understand that it's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of sacrifice in your wants and most importantly, your plan. That's got to be long gone and you have to accept the will. And, and this is my prayer that um, I always just ask is, Lord, please help me desire your will for my life. Please let me l- fall in love with your will for my life and not my own. And may your will be done, not my own. Because God, I know God's will is perfect and God's thinking, God, our, God's thoughts aren't our thoughts. Our thoughts aren't God's thoughts. We don't think like God. No matter how hard your human brain can try to think think of how we can think like God, it's no way. It is no way. So we can't even see what truly what God is doing, you know, until he gives us that revelation until that time comes. So being a servant, you're really sacrificing your whole life and letting God use you however he wants to use you for your family. For those who don't even probably don't even consider you family, but we're family, you know, for the body, for the people. That's what God is doing. So that is what servitude is, man. You're truly being a servant of God. Um, And it's just crazy when I look at where I used to be and where I am today. I think that it's so so refreshing and healing um, because I know for a fact that my younger self would be so proud of me. (laughs) I always think of younger Jasmine. I think of her a lot. um, And I think of her so much. And just, is she proud? Would she... I I don't even think she would even have known how far along in life I would get. Like right now, I don't think she would have ever imagined this. And this is just five, six years ago, Jazz. So even think of where you are currently today, like where you think you'll be in the next year or two years from now. It's like, huh, God is literally laughing at that. God is like, that's it? That's all you can think of? I have plans for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. I have so many big plans for you. It's going to way go beyond what you think is going to happen in the next year or two. You know, and I'm a living testimony of that. Um, And to everyone throughout this whole process of that process, um, because we go through different processes of our lives. We go through different seasons, guys. We must remember this. Different processes. All in all, though, the process is for you it's for your good and it's so when you get to that place that God is trying to take you you can be able to keep it you don't want to be in this next level but not be able to remain there you got to have built that stamina you feel me so the people that are particularly connected to this process know that I forgive you um Greg did eventually apologize 
but I don't think he understood to the death and how much it truly scarred and marked me, but I needed it, you know? And then part of me wonders, what if I never sent it? Cause that's always going to be the what ifs, but like, where would I be if I didn't do it? You know, and I kind of needed God to do it. (laughs) So it's like God is always going to come through and clean up our mess. Not always, because sometimes God can't really just say, no, I'm leaving it to you if you really just shut him out. But God's love is so beautiful that, you know, he'll come and he used my mess. He saved me from my mess and he made it something beautiful, you know. So all the cries, the tears that you're experiencing now, it's temporary, And we have to remember that a process isn't the whole, it's not your whole entire life. Your whole entire life is not a process. It will feel like that if you're not going through the motions and doing what you need to do during the process though. If you're so busy trying to skip over it, get to the end and not truly accept the fact that you are going through a process right now, accept the fact that this is what you need to be doing right now and just accept the fact that you need God to go through your process with you because if not, you're going to miss what God needs you to grasp and some things we can only get through the process that if you skip and rush the process, you're never going to get that point, that gem that God was trying to let you know that can truly bless your entire life and the lives of others. When you understand that and when you go through the motions of the process and stop trying to rush it and just trust it, man, the beauty in that, the beauty in that. And then it's, it's not going to be a lifelong thing. So you choose the pace in which you want your life to go. It's all up to you. Do you want to level up now or do you want to level up years ago later, years down the line later? I want to level up now. So if I want to level up, I know that it's going to be a process because God has to make sure that I'm okay. I I can withstand that level up. You know what I'm saying? Think about conditioning. When we condition our bodies to do something, we're conditioning ourselves and preparing ourselves for the real task at work. That's what your process is. You're just, you're conditioning yourself. You're conditioning your mind, body, soul, spirit. Okay. That's what you're doing. That's what your process is. Don't skip it. Don't rush it. It's so, so, so beautiful. Quick um, little reference here about this other process um, before I close out is I used to also my sophomore year. So this is the next year of high school. I started this thing called Words of Wisdom Sunday. This is before I was aware of my purpose. This was before I was even aware of my gifts. Um, and I just would get on Sunday and just motivate people every Sunday. And it's so funny because I had people laughing at me in my face. Like, Jasmine, what do you be? Who do you think you are over here motivating people preaching or whatever on, on Snapchat or whatever? I just be clicking through. I don't even be listening to it. And I literally had to say, well, that's just you. Maybe it wasn't for you, but it was for that one person. And every single time that I posted Words of Wisdom Sunday, it touched someone. It touched someone. It made an impact in someone's life. I got the feedback and I got the response. So maybe it wasn't for you. But I went through a process where I didn't, people were laughing at me. I will not forget who, I'm not going to name drop. But I needed that. Thank you. Thank you for laughing in my face. Because Words of Wisdom Sunday, my Snapchat segment, was honestly the Babbling with Jazz podcast before I even knew the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Like God was using me way before I even knew. And even through that, through all the many people sending me messages, I still have them to this day, y'all. I still never understood, hmm, maybe this is what God wants me to start doing. Never, not once. 
<laughs> it's so crazy how sometimes we can so we can be so blind to the fact like God is so in our face, but we're not, we're blind to the fact. But eventually you're going to see it. Eventually you're going to get it. So, you know, Words of Wisdom Sunday was the Babbling with Jazz podcast before it was even the podcast. And I had people laughing at me. I had people supporting, but I had people laughing. But that's what you're called to do. And I needed to, you know, sometimes the things that God needs us to do, not everybody's going to get. I promise you, not everybody going to get it. Does that mean stop? Like, imagine, like, I'm trying to seriously imagine if I said, you know what? People are laughing at me. I look like a joke. People are clicking through my Snapchats. You know what? No more. No more words of wisdom Sunday. I, I, I quit trying to help people boss up and live the best lives. Like, what if I really said that? This podcast would not be in motion, streaming on all different platforms. I'm finna brag on myself real quick because this is nothing but God. This is nothing but God. I went from Snapchat stories to like, at that time, like 30, 40 people, like 30, 40 friends on Snapchat. I don't know. To like now speaking every single week to hundreds of thousand peep listeners on the Babbling Witch Jazz podcast, to be nominated for Podcaster of the Year Award, to be invited to speak at different events, different panels. Imagine if I quit, where would I be today? I am a living testimony. Don't quit. Keep doing what you're doing. Just be obedient. I did not know God said, okay, you're going to start Words of Wisdom Sunday Snapchat because then you're going to own a, you're going to have your own podcast. That was never it. God isn't going to tell you every single thing. God is just going to say, do this. But sometimes like, God, what am I doing this for? Why? God said, I didn't tell you all that. I said, do this. And in that aspect, it's up to you if you're going to do it or you're not. You have free will. God is not going to force you to do it. But what will be on the other side if you just do it? If you are obedient. Look at me. And I'm not even somebody, like, I'm not even at where I even want to be yet. But looking back at where I was into who I am and where I am today, it is nothing but God. And I, it was, it was a, it was a fact of being obedient. And some people were, were, we live in a generation of such instant gratification. And that's why the process is something that people don't like because your process, people think, okay, I'm obedient for a week. Where's my blessing? I've been obedient for a month. Where, where's the breakthrough? Where's, where's my dream life? Have we forgot what a journey is people? Have you really forgot what that is? <laughs> so we cannot want this. We have that instant validation got to go. We have to remember, and this is what helps me personally is remembering that God don't go back on his word. If God gave you that vision, it's going to come through. He gives you vision for victory. I don't care if it's taking five, 10 years, it's coming. Who cares about the validation, especially the external validation? We think, oh, people ain't clapping for me. Maybe God ain't real. Or maybe God ain't serious about this thing. God is saying, are you looking for approval of them or me? You know, that is about the process. The process is trusting what God is about to do in your life and trusting that God has big, big plans for you. So that being said, guys, that is all for today's episode. Next week, well... Next Sunday's episode, I'm sitting down with my big sis, Chantel Hansborough. We have a great podcast. It's um, Trusting the Process Part 2. And she dives in and talks about, you know, her process. And we talk, talk about our process together. But literally how God is hilarious. How God 
literally puts things together so creatively that we need. And just also talking about the process of um, working out and just getting our bodies right because she is a fitness coach and we know the importance of fitness or we need to know the importance of fitness because we need to take care of our bodies to make sure that we get to the promised land that God has for us. If you ain't, you know, it's mind, body, and spirit. Okay, mind, body, spirit. Nothing else, nothing less. You can't focus on one thing and then leave the others hanging. It's mind, body, and spirit. And since it's summertime, it's time for us to get our bodies right. There's no excuse. So let's do what we need to do, boss up, and level up our lives. So I'm sitting down with Chantel Hansbro. Um, it's a really good podcast. Um, and then, yeah, and then just so much is coming. Make sure that you're following the social media sites at Babbling with Jazz on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Send in your Ask Jazz questions for next week. And make sure to remember that can't nobody out here outdo your process for you. People can't, people can't even win your salvation for you. It's, it's a you thing. So it's like you have the choice because you have free will. Are you going to go through your process or are you going to ignore it? and remain stagnant or settle for the decent life or do you want your best life and remember that you aren't living your best life if you aren't in alignment with God's perfect will for your life this world and other people cannot give you your best life but our your creator the one who created you the one who created the path the one that created the things that you yourself desire Only he can give you the best life. So do what you got to do to remain in alignment with him. Read your word, pray, write in that journal. Speak to him like I'm speaking to you. Out loud, anywhere in your mind, do it. Faithfully, consistently seek his face. When he sees your heart that you're seeking him, he's going to show. He's going to reveal to you himself. I promise you, living testimony. I want to thank so many people from the bottom of my heart to all those who wished bad about me, to all those who saw the worst in me that wasn't even a part of me. Thank you, because I needed that to know who I am and to know that that is what I'm not and to know that I'm bigger and better than that. So thank you. Thank you so much. I would not be who I am today without you. For all the people, whoever sent my pictures to the exposed thought page, thank you. Thank you for all the people who probably talked about me in their group chats. Thank you for all the ignorant men who thought they were going to get a piece of me or I was going to give them something because of what they assumed of me. Thank you. Because you really, all in all, showed me my true self-worth, that I'm bigger and better. Guys, I'm going to leave off with this as well. Don't. Don't assume. I don't care if you what you heard from the next person. You will never know until you go to the ultimate source, which is that person. Not the ultimate, ultimate source, because we know that's God. But until you go to that person, the true source. Well, God is the true source. You get what I'm saying? If you go to that person, that is when you'll truly know. Don't do that. He said, she said nonsense. Okay? I love you guys so much. I'm ready for X Jazz next this Wednesday. And make sure that we're going to boss up, live our lives, trust your process, do whatever it is that you got to do, okay? Your future self is going to thank you later for it. Love you. Remember, positive vibes only. Stay true to yourself and remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, with this truly God's perfect will. Love y'all.